Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today, we are talking about the fourth and final movie of our... Oh, wait for it. Uh, sp yeah. Spooky Spectacular! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right. The commentary before the oh yeah oh yeah. here we go. There we go. Yeah, spooky. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, we're talking about The Shining, 1980. This is an oldie for sure. He is. This is our uh, mm -hmm. pre prenatal uh, scary movie for us. This is. It is. <laughs> Speak for yourselves. Right. right yeah. Right. We'll get to you, McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So, yeah, we always ask everybody who's listening in, if you have never found a reason to watch The Shining, please make this the reason that you do so. It's currently streaming right now on HBO Max, if you have access to that. Some of us do, brag. Um, yep. But if you, <laughs> if you don't, you're going to have to rent the damn thing. Uh, so go find it, watch it, come back and join us for the conversation. We'll give you a few seconds to go do that. And you're back. All right. Now we're all up to speed. We've all watched this two and a half hour long dirge of a movie. Sorry. <laughs> give away my opinion right here at the beginning but, <laughs> i knew uh, you were gonna hate it and now, that's okay and now mandy you and i we don't like to talk about these movies alone we need to have someone in here to take sides and today we're very excited to have the first time joining us uh while we've been doing the twitch stream of the podcast of course we just have his voice uh because things don't work out <laughs> when ever yeah ever for yeah uh so we have a uh, comedian slash podcaster from the grand rapids area please welcome to the podcast mr Stu McAllister. it's me it's thanks boy. guys it's always fun i'm very <laughs> aggravated yeah well <laughs> you think it's the twitch because i, I can't get on twitch is that it i mm -mm. Well, you have a pattern of not being able to use uh you know apps so i'm i'm just yeah. i don't know i don't want to blame you Stu, but i mean we're leaning that way i don't know it's probably me yeah, uh, i'll probably. i'll take the heat that's all right all right it's uh, really hard on that jitterbug phone that he's got <laughs> listen <laughs> Some of us can't see, and we need big <laughs> buttons. I need a phone for full-figured girls. <laughs> so welcome, um, welcome, Stu. Welcome back. While uh, you were introducing Stu, my fucking dog just came down through the the cat door, and I can't do anything about it because I'm recording. Uh, <laughs> no, right. Is he peeing right there in front of you? I mean, I'm no, he's staring he, you in the eyes and peeing right now. <laughs> he right. went in the other room. Um, so he's probably either eating cat shit or I don't know what he can probably he's probably he's like, oh, here's a fresh pile or here's a pile of laundry. I'm just gonna piss on that. I'm gonna piss him, on you. Let him live his best life, you know? I mean it's almost Halloween. It's like a trick-or-treat for him. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> All right, sorry. Welcome, Stu. How have you been, man? What's going on? I'm okay. No, it's just uh dipping dots for life, buying a lot of jerseys. You know how it is. Yes, I saw that, man. You what are you up to now? What's your jersey uh, count? I think I have 25. And are they majority? Majority of them are all bills, right? Yeah. Yep. The majority are Buffalo bills. Uh, although I'm trying to get into this. Uh, <laughs> My mind to went to bills like like all of the guys' last name. Yeah. Like their first name was Bill. It's very difficult. It's very hard to find. And it says Bill very specific. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do what you used to do, Matt. I'm trying to like buy things cheap yeah. and then resell it with Flip these jerseys. Hell yeah, dude. Do yeah, that's awesome. The do you wear? Do you wear them or do you just collect them? 
Uh, I'll, I'll wear some occasionally, but I feel like I'm a cosplayer or something when I'm doing that. <laughs> some weird version of a furry or yeah, whatever. Like Kevin. Yeah. Oh, we came across that in this movie. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Furries, for sure. Yeah. I, so speaking of this movie, let's go ahead and jump right into that. Uh, when we uh, have somebody on, we always ask them, Stu, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? <laughs> okay. I am uh, I'm older than you guys, so it came out when I was ten. Okay. So clearly, I didn't see it when I was ten. Thank God. But I'm, I rented it when I was in high school, so I think probably like eighty seven. So it's been since okay. nineteen eighty seven. So. Oh, so you haven't? It's not a rewatch for you. Uh yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been you know what forty years, thirty five yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not something like you watched like more than once. No, I'm not a huge horror guy. I wouldn't choose to go back and watch many horror movies. So, gotcha. No. Yep. Uh, be careful, Stu. Make sure you don't have any ha- uh, axes nearby. Lexola just said uh, from via our Twitch viewers that this could very well have been the reason that Jack Nicholson went insane uh, during The Shining was a technical difficulty so just make sure you <laughs> keep your wits I do you. you can't say it but I got one in my hands right now oh. and my <laughs> <are> here. Dang <laughs> it. see what happens uh you need is, to correct them it is a bummer Sorry. Uh, technical difficulties are the most frustrating thing in the world because the computer's only job is to compute like that's its point and when it stops doing what you've asked it to do uh <laughs> there's nowhere to go from here so we just kind of yeah uh, for sure move along let, let it do its thing but anyhow speaking of moving along mandy how long had it been for you since you watched this movie uh, my dog got done pee and he went back upstairs um <laughs> it, i would say uh i don't know probably like five years maybe like okay. I, I we i used to watch it a lot as a kid like i would say probably around like the age of 10. Okay. um like i would say between 10 and 17 i watched i would pro- i would watch this every year at least Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like one of our Halloween go-tos. Okay. Yeah. See, I would not look at this as like a, a Halloween type scary movie for me. Anyhow, my answer to this question, how long had it been since I saw this movie was I'm pretty confident that I have never seen this movie all the way through. Yeah. Really? I've seen the beginning and I think I've seen the end. And then of course I've seen all of the, uh, you know, the things that refer uh, references to it in other pop culture stuff. Uh, yeah sort of led me Red to, uh, yeah like to piece it together i think in my brain uh had no clue that there was any nudity in this movie had no clue that there were any like that weird ass zombie lady in the bath i didn't know any of that shit happened in this movie so that was all a big surprise mm-hmm. to me i literally thought we just watched a man like mentally break down and then kill his family like that's what well, i well that's like I read the book. This was the first novel I ever read. It was like a thousand pages and it took me all of like seventh grade to read it. And the book is so much better than the movie. Nice. Like it that's that hard. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. And that's basically what it's supposed to be. It's more about like alcoholism. The book is and like about how he like is fighting his alcoholism. And then um, Tony in the kid's mouth, which is not it's actually him from the future is like talking to him so and it's not just like a boy that lives in my there's a lot of like kubrick not only is he a horrible human being but he took an amazing story and turned it into something completely different okay that makes more sense now um uh okay so let's take a look at at least one of okay we got to bring everybody in right we got to make sure everybody's on board with this this will bring you right into this movie you guys ready yeah 
God, I even hate this so much. It's the worst. So long. We can't afford a whole band, so we're just going to hire one tuba player. Yep. And it's not going to be the best tuba player. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was the theme song. <laughs> theme song again. That was the opening credits theme to this movie. Right. Um, and let's get right to our first activity. How about it? We always ask everyone who comes on to the show to do a little, little short activity with us, and it's got a theme song. And the theme song goes like this: Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right. It is time for us to play chop this synopsis. This is where we take the full movie of The Shining, which is goddamn two and a half hours long. <laughs> And we condense it down to 10 words or less. So basically, if you just removed all of the long cuts and zooms in this movie, it would be right about, uh, you know, 10 minutes or so. So let's uh, let's see what we've got here. Any hot takes on this? Who wants to go first? Who wants to hot describe takes. this movie in 10, 10 words or less? I did what you normally do, Matt. I wrote two. Okay, good. Nice. Two also. <laughs> all right, here's, a, here's my first one. You ready? Yep, go ahead. Kid mm-hmm. sees ghosts. Jack writes poorly. Scatman should have known. Sure. That's <laughs> Nice. All right. And then Mandy, do you have? Uh, yeah, I have one. Um, I didn't cheat and make two. Right, right. Whatever. <laughs> attention, so attention, attention seekers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a lunch lady. I don't overachieve anymore. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Were you I impressed have... with their kitchen and dry goods? I yeah. am impressed yeah. with the yeah. amount of effort that they put in. That is right. for sure. They were Everything's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking about at the, in the movie. In the movie, yes. No, I thought, who's going to eat all that fucking fruit? Like, <laughs> are they going to eat it before it goes bad? Yeah. Yeah. I eat one bite of fruit cocktail, and I'm like, this is too much syrup. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, and she doesn't drain it. No. She doesn't drain the syrup. She just dumps the whole thing in a bowl, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. this is the horror in the Dinner horror in this, in this movie. <laughs> because she just she dumps all fired. the syrup in there. Fire no, I mean. What are you going to do with all that syrup? But yeah. All right. Um, all right. So I have writer starts as basic dick before coming a becoming a crazy dick. Nice. <laughs> all right. I like it. Here's mine. Uh, mine is loud noises and long zooms make this a dull movie. <laughs> there you go. Nice. I like it. And then Stu, what's your number two? Uh, Shelly Duvall needs to ash. Jack makes a good popsicle. <laughs> Yeah, I was nervous watching her walk around with that same cigarette the whole movie. <laughs> right? How she held it was just so funny, just like vertical. Like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, well, that's how, and that's how she is in a lot of like her pictures and stuff. Like, yeah. she smoked for most of her life. Yeah. So, is she yeah, still alive? Know, she, oh my gosh, there's so many sad things about her. We'll get into it. You guys still? Ha- oh, did you guys okay. both do? I'm gonna do my second one here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second one is I have no idea what I just watched. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. uh, you know. Um. So Shelley Duvall is still living, according to certain sources. Oh, she no. is completely mentally unstable. She did a in an interview in 2016, claiming that Robin Williams, who was her co-star in, in Popeye, was right. was still alive, and that he was a shapeshifter. She had a, a disc that made noise inside of her leg. She believed that there were aliens inside of her body. Like she hmm. is, and she just looked like a bag of smashed assholes, basically. <laughs> like, sure. She, so it was really sad. And I truly, like, I believe that the reason why her mental health took a shit is because of Stanley Kubrick. And yeah. I think that 
he should find her and try to like i don't even know if he's still alive but he's dead yeah well good i hope it hurt because (laughs) he he was a complete fuckhole he was a big cocksucker yeah well yeah he was just so bad i mean have you heard like the have you heard anything about how he treated the the cast of this movie no i didn't i didn't want to look into it so i left it alone sure all right. Well, just let me get into it. And it, it, this will be my only ramble. I promise. Do you want to do the so, real quick, Mandy? While you're yeah, there. there's it's super short. There's like no one in this movie. Sure. Um, Jack Nicholson plays Jack Torrance. Shelley Duvall plays Wendy Torrance, his wife. Danny Lloyd plays just Danny, which is obviously Danny Torrance. Um, Scatman Crothers plays uh, Mr. Halloran. Um, and then there's there's a few others, but they don't matter. Sure. Um, the Joe Turco plays Lloyd, the bartender. Philip Stone plays Mr. Grady, um, the previous guy that murdered his family. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. <laughs> okay, so Shelley, like what did Stanley Kubrick, do. <laughs> so Stanley Kubrick is a perfectionist. He was a total crazy person. This movie took fourteen months to shoot. Um, so, anyways, let's see here. Uh, Nicholson and Duval have said that the film was the hardest in their careers. In fact, Nicholson considers Duval's performance the most difficult role he's ever seen an actress take on. Um, in order to get Jack Nicholson in the right agitated mood, he was fed only cheese sandwiches for two weeks, which he hates. Shelley Duval suffered from nervous exhaustion throughout the filming, including physical illness and hair loss. Um, I, on the DVD commentary, uh, Vivian Kubrick reveals that Shelley Duvall received no, it's in quotes, no sympathy at all from anyone on the set. This was apparently Stanley Kubrick's tactic in making her feel utterly hopeless. This is the most evident in the documentary when he tells Vivian, don't sympathize with Shelley. And Kubrick then goes on to tell Duvall, it doesn't help you. (laughs) Um, during an interview for Britain's the 100 greatest scary moments, Shelley Duvall revealed that due to her role requiring her to be in an almost constant state of hysteria, she eventually ran out of tears from crying so hard. And to overcome this, she had to keep bottles of water with her at all times to remain hydrated. Yikes. <laughs> um, there were so many changes to the script during the shooting that Jack Nicholson stopped reading them. And he would just be like, every day, he'd just be like, just give me what we're doing today. Because he was like, I'm not studying this shit because you guys change it every fucking day. Right. Um, uh, Stan, it's uh, Stanley Kubrick is known for his compulsiveness and numerous retakes. Um, the shot where the blood poured down, um, it took them a year to get that right. And um, because he kept saying, yeah, right. Um, Scatman Crothers was um, recommended to be in the film by Jack Nicholson. Crothers had such a tough time on the movie by with Stanley Kubrick making him do over hundreds of takes for every scene Um, on his next film when that was directed by Clint Eastwood um, on hit, he got one, he did something in, in one take and Carruthers broke down in tears of gratitude at his first scene in the film view. And he realized he wouldn't have to do endless (laughs) take after take. That's not how movies are. (laughs) Um, And I know that scene where she's swinging the bat Mm -hmm. and you know, which is lasts forever, but that it was a, that has a um, Guinness Book of World Records. It was 127 takes Jeez. to get that scene. It took six weeks, eight hours a day. 
Jesus of man. doing that. This guy is, is insane, but that, yeah, that really explains it. That's- so he is just like the world's biggest fuck face. <laughs> and, and anybody like being put through that, like, can you imagine like the post-traumatic stress? I seriously believe that he is the reason Shelley Duvall. Yeah, he broke this woman. Yeah, for sure. And you would have thought that it would have ended up better. Like it, <laughs> he's such a perfectionist. <laughs> and he's me. Speaking of better, I guess let's use that as a, a segue here. Uh, Stu, we always ask yep. everybody what your like bright spot in the movie was, what your standout performance was, anything like that. Do you have anything like that for this movie? Wow. Um, I guess probably Scatman. Okay. Like I, I, I did like his his character, and I remember watching it the first time when I was a kid, and I'm like going, "Oh, Scatman's going to save the day." Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Nope. You think he's going to do it, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck." Scatman, how did he not see that coming? Uh, it was a yeah. wasted. Like I feel like he had potential to be a hero in this movie, which right. he, he kind of ended up being one in a roundabout way, in the sense that he gave them the vehicle they used to run away with. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. He was just right. basically there to drive the car up and then die. So right. 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 <laughs> the sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they could well, in, in the, exactly. the whole movie though, like. That telepathy mm-hmm. nonsense. He could have been trying to talk to the kid the whole time and trying to walk sure. him through how to like fix things or or save the day. But no, they just what can can you? What did you guys think of like when he was in his room and he's watching the television? Yeah, and there's the the paintings on the wall. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I rewound it. My husband like, didn't notice, and I'm like, you didn't fucking notice those? Oh yeah, we're rewinding this. He didn't <laughs> notice the big titties. Like I no. don't understand. <laughs> like what was the point of that? Was there a point? Was it significant at all? Or is it just Kubrick being a weird fuck? Kubrick is weird. Like um, Jack was when he is about to go to his interview is reading a playgirl in the lobby. Like (laughs) they just happen to have a playgirl sitting there. I don't know. All right. Oh, oh, uh, movie lover Stacy in uh, Twitch here. This is listener Stacy says, hi, he didn't die in the book. Uh, They shouldn't have killed him in the movie. I hated that the movie killed him. Yeah, for sure. So I guess apparently in the story, he was not uh, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Not dying. And then <clears throat> in the book, it's a lot more about like supernatural, like, like the hedges come to life and been, there's a whole, right? it, like it gave yeah. no explanation as to why this was happening. Really? Yeah. Like it's on an Indian burial ground, but I mean, come on, give me some like backstory as to why all of this shit's going down. Um, Mandy, do you have a standout performance? Oh my God, I feel like I should say Shelly Duvall because yeah. like <laughs> all the shit she went through. Um, I mean, out of, there's only four characters in the movie, really. Right, really yeah. So I would, I, and I would say I would normally give it to her, but it's, it's just not good. Like she doesn't do well <laughs> at all. I really um, thought there were some scenes that she pulled it off. Like she was, I could see like the horror and empty stare in her eyes and like, like he was coming through that door to, to kill her. I thought those were good. I mean, but yeah, you know, and it, I don't know. It was, it, this was very much a study in like what to do when someone around you is like falling off the deep end. Like, how do you handle that? Because clearly this is still her husband and she still has this, like, maybe we can like, maybe he can be okay until eventually you just like, Nope, he can't be okay anymore. We have to run now. Well, and the fem- the feminists, like, it's hard to watch this movie as like a, a female just because I would just kick him so hard in the nuts in the first five yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, the moment that he touched your kid, like that he like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do love too that she's, oh my God. So hang on one second. I have to say this. So Mark and I are watching this and 
he's seen it before, but Shelley Duvall in the seventies was a major sex symbol. You know, she was considered like this beautiful, big doe eyes. Like she, while, while the therapist is sitting there and I told Mark this, he's like, God, I think the doctor, the old lady doctor is sexier than she is. I I (laughs) I was like, on, on my part, I thought that the kid did well. I thought the, I thought Danny did good enough to be convincing in the parts where he had to be like, stressed out or or like and i mean he's basically playing a character of the little finger kid the whole time anyway yeah. so it's not sure. really like him his performance as much as it is like i'm being taken over by this little voice inside my mouth guy uh oh, which <clears throat> i was laughing though movie makes no sense like if you tried to explain this movie to someone with zero context you would sound like a complete and total lunatic <laughs> Uh, so I do implore anyone who is listening to this after the fact, just go watch the movie first, because none when of this the, is going to make any fucking sense. But anyhow. when the when the dad went to go confront the lady in the room and then it would flash to Danny and it just yeah. looked like he was having a seizure. I can't lie. I was laughing. Uh, it just that was just so I'm like, what is going on with this kid? And like, is he super cold? Like, what is happening with this guy? It was really weird to me. Yeah, very um, I do have to say, I think the guy that played Mr. Grady in the bathroom when he was yeah, yeah I thought he did a good job. Yep, sure. Um I, like I felt like he was a better protagonist than Jack Nicholson personally, but yeah, I wanted to know what yeah, what his story was all about. Does that mean since they've got a Again, none of this makes any fucking sense. That the picture. I mean, it end, is Stephen King. Stephen King's stuff yeah. never does make sense. Picture at the end, right? When they do that full zoom on the photo at the end, then it mm-hmm. shows Jack Nicholson in the party in 1920 or whatever it was. Like, I don't even understand what I'm supposed to get from that. Like, he's been the guy. Like, this happened in the past already, and he killed his family also. And I, I don't understand. Was he the caretaker that they were talking about when they were talking about the caretaker disaster that already had happened? I, none of this makes any fucking sense to me and i hate in my theory more. my theory is that like the people like all of the people in the pictures were people were people that the overlook hotel took basically like claimed as That's their own yeah. yeah yeah because yeah. it is it is supposed to like the hotel itself is supposed to be like the pretty much the main character sure. and um by the way the, this uh this the book was written um originally by the about the stanley hotel but that was like the in colorado that was the um inspiration or whatever to Stephen King and I've been there I have pictures I even like had like a long like I we set our camera down and like ran away from it so it's like a long view you know like when Danny's like riding his little thing around Uh, (laughs) that was pretty pretty sweet although I got a feeling the guy who runs that hotel was going to be super pissed at Danny uh for like scuffing those floors the entire time I kept watching this going like man this guy's gonna get into a lot of trouble doing this but they were just that's the way to do it though if you if you're just a kid trying to make your way through a giant hotel, you get on that three wheeler and you roll. I mean, think about it. Like when you're a kid in the winter, all you want to do is ride your bike, and he got you it. to do it. Uh, why do you so- why do you think this was made in Colorado? Because all of his other books are based out of Maine. Yeah, I don't oh, I don't know. That's interesting. I guess it was probably just the hotel itself was supposed to be the character. So maybe he had a specific run in with this hotel. Maybe I don't know. Uh, okay, I was just curious. Maybe he was just hoping everyone in Colorado would die because they're all stuck up. <laughs> or, or he didn't want Maine to get pissed off at him for making this movie. Right. right. <laughs> well, um, Stephen King didn't make this. Actually, Stephen King doesn't like the movie. Good. He like like uh, she- uh, Wendy is supposed to be like very independent and very strong, and Shelley Duvall is obviously not that at all. Sure. She doesn't even know how to hold a bat. 
<laughs> I like yeah, that. when she was swinging that, I'm like, God, the little boy could take it away from well, her. She imagine <laughs> that she had done it 126 times before too. So That's true. She was tired. Arms, her, her arms were getting a little tired. I bet. Uh, oh my God! When he says Wendy, light of my life, <laughs> like right. that part, that scene where he's climbing the stairs. That is super good dialogue when he's like, I'm going to bash your brains in. We're getting some sweet details from the Twitch feed. Uh, the Overlook Hotel was mentioned in the book Misery, and Misery is also set in Colorado. So oh, is maybe it? it's his. Maybe he had a summer home in, in Colorado or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's play some clips. I haven't we haven't heard from any of these people. Let's do. Uh, so this is Stuart Ullman at the beginning. Uh, he's the guy who runs the hotel and he hires Jack. Mm-hmm. Our season here runs from uh, May 15th to October 30th. Then we close down completely until the following May. Do you mind if I ask why you do that? Uh, seems to me that the skiing up here will be fantastic. I can't even let this clip play. I'm so bored by it. <laughs> but anyhow, that's uh, him explaining that they need someone to watch the, the hotel over the winter months. Uh, and then here's Scatman. Let's do a little bit of Scatman talking about The Shining. Do you know how I knew your name was Doc? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I can remember when I was a little boy. <laughs> I hope this is bringing somebody back into this movie. because For sure. Entirely without ever opening our mouths. She called it Shining. Ooh. For a long time, I thought it was just the two of us that had to shine to us. All right. Uh, you know me about movies that mention the name of the movie in the movie. Not a fan. Not a fan. Well, I mean, that's kind of the point, though, is like, you know, that's the other thing, too, is like it's supposed to, you know, focus around this telepathy and the ability to shine. And yeah, didn't to me, though, like none, like very little of this movie focused around the fact that this kid could talk to um, Mr. Scatman. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, standout performance. We forgot about the twins. Those Right. Creep ass twins. There's something weird about twins to begin with, anyway. Well, they're they're not twins. Oh okay. no, they're eight and ten. Oh well, they dress the same, and that's they do even more ridiculous that someone dresses the same. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> I had I had too much of that. Didn't need any more of them. So I'm glad they also got <laughs> swept away in the blood flow or whatever the hell that was. <laughs> Jeez. The yeah. Blood tsunami. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stu, this is yep. our spooky spectacular. And yeah. Of course, this movie doesn't seem like it rates very high on your spooky scale. No. Uh, if we had given you the chance to tell us which movie to watch for our spooky spectacular, what would you have told us? I uh, I pr- I would have said Green Room. I know that's super new, so okay. it's not like it wouldn't have shaped your childhood. But it's got uh, Patrick Stewart in it, and it's more of a gore movie than a horror movie. Okay. But, uh, do, do you know what it's about at all? Or I no? Never heard of this movie mm-hmm. at all. It's uh, about this punk rock band that's just trying to make their way and they get offered a gig at this uh, at this way out of the way bar and it's run by skinheads. Okay. And they're like, ah, shit, you know, because skinheads love their hard punk. And so they go and they play and they just go to leave. And when they go to leave, they witness a murder. And then it's all about how they just try to get out. And uh, it's it's very it's very brutal. Uh, There's there's a lot of awfulness to it. But uh, I, I it, it it tells a lot about my psyche right now sure. that I enjoy this movie. <laughs> so. I know that's how I feel about people that like like the Saw movies and Hostel right. and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, a lot. what what did, what did your parents do to you as a kid <laughs> that makes you want to see this? Yeah, like, I like the Saw movies. I liked Seven. I did not like Human. I Family. loved Seven. 
Uh, oh, I, I did not like Human Centipede, and I didn't really like the Hostel movies either. Right. Um, but yeah, so there's there's something out there for for everybody, I guess. Uh, Green Room. I I mean, as a comedian, I feel like you've seen a lot of things that you would consider <laughs> horror things in the Green Room. Horror, yeah. horror Green Room. Yes. <laughs> Definitely check it out. I think it's on Amazon Prime. So it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I love him. He's the head bad guy. Okay, he's the head skinhead. Yeah. Nice. Gotta put that bald. Head I don't know in. if I want to see him in that role. Does he have a British accent? <laughs> no, he nails it though. He, he okay. he's great. He's great as a bad guy because he's a skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a look at some other clips here. What do we got going on? Um, just so you know, too, the scene where he's like where he is using the the axe to get through the doors. Yeah. They had originally used like a, a door that would be easy to break through, but um, he used to be a volunteer firefighter. So he like broke through it in one swing and they're like, oh, bring in the regular doors. <laughs> Jack, take it easy. Right. Well, like, and not only that, but like 19 doors lined up for this, like multiple <laughs> takes. I mean, think about that. And when he's throwing that ball against the wall, my <laughs> shoulder hurt just watching him. I was like, damn, like how many takes did he make you do with this? Because you're going to have some freaking tennis elbow after all this right. shit. Sure. Mandy, how much of the stuff did he riff? Like him sticking his head through the door and going, here's Johnny. That just that was like all that was all Jack Nicholson because Stanley Kubrick's from London. He didn't even know really who Johnny was like any, he didn't know anything about that. Hmm, um really? so huh. yeah, so Jack Nicholson had a lot of a lot of a lot of creativity um it throughout the movie. Like the scene where he gets pissed off at um at Wendy for interrupting his work. Right. He actually like um, like he brought that from life. He had a huge fight with his ex-wife Sandra, I guess was her name, because she was interrupting him while he was working. And he's like basically like without her knowing, like I was already in this like weird manic state. Okay. And, right. Because I wasn't writing well and I took it all out on her. So huh. he wrote that whole scene. Yeah, he had a lot of creative, creative like influence on it. Let right. me play that scene real quick here. Wendy. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to make a new rule. Whenever I'm in here, you hear me typing. Whether you don't hear me typing, what the fuck you hear me doing in here when I'm in here? I thought this was great, though. Working. That means don't come in. This is the stuff that people want to say but never do. Like, yeah. Fine. I've thought this at work. Right now, out of here. At the cafeteria? No, old job. (laughs) When I'm making sloppy joes. Um, so the, the one shot where the tennis ball like rolls into Danny, yeah. that took f- 50 takes to get that correct. And okay. And you have to think about this too, is like, they're paying for film. This isn't like digital. Like they have to pay for all this film to be happening. It's just insane. Um, oh, there was also no air conditioning. Um, so it was super hot and like in the hedge maze, like, you know, they're wearing like all this winter clothes and the hedge maze was made out of, um, tons of salt and crushed styrofoam so they're like doing the the scene after scene and they like as soon as their scenes over they just all like rip their clothes off and like oh you know try to get cool again (laughs) so the was the maze is the maze a real thing 
No, I mean, no, it's not. I mean, yes, it is. They built something, a small version of it, but I got it was it was out of boxes. Like it was out of boxes with like wire that they stuck a bunch of fake leaves to. I think. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it was probably like a cube in the sense that they just relit the same set several times. They probably just filmed the corner or the uh, hedge maze from different directions to make it seem bigger than it was. They probably just built three rows and called it good. And also, like, why the fuck were the lights on out in the hedge maze the whole time? Like, this place is going to pay to have the lights out on. I don't know. It just seemed right. real convenient. You know what I mean? Well, and they're like, oh, and we don't. Your room's the only one that's heated. Yeah. Well, fuck. What are you supposed to get all dressed up in your winter garb to go down to make fucking breakfast? Yeah. Like, right? no. And then she's so pleasant. She's like, oh, I made you breakfast. Sunny side up just like you like it. I would be like, you better poison that shit because motherfucker needs to die. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I do want, I've got a couple more clips that I want to make sure we get to. We haven't heard from Tony yet, so this is the little boy inside uh, Danny's mouth. Here we go. What about Tony? He's looking forward to the hotel, I bet. Tony, it's a torch. Now, come on, Tony. Don't be silly. I don't want to call them as a torch. Ridiculous. Well, if I didn't have the subtitles on, I wouldn't have known what he was saying. Don't. Well, let's just wait and see. Sure. We're all, all right. gonna have a real good time. Ooh, I bet we're not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I mean, it'd be different nowadays, like with all of the stuff that we can use to like keep ourselves occupied. I just feel like now and and honestly, me and Mark were talking, my husband, I, I was like, basically this is what we did in COVID. Like right. you know, you couldn't go outside, like you couldn't do anything. It was winter, you couldn't see anybody, but we obviously have, you know, communication through different ways and you're like allowed to go places. like my family we didn't do anything but we still drove around and like that's what we did on the weekends during like the full lockdown phase when we weren't allowed to really go anywhere um we just would drive around in the car so i mean at least there was that escapism sort of thing you know god that is like my worst nightmare kate would be like oh my god i'm so bored can i have your phone <laughs> we loved it man. i want we would let lexi uh pick directions like we'd get to an intersection and have her pick which way to go and we would just get fun. lost. Like we would just try to get ourselves lost. And then we would turn on the GPS to get home after we yeah. for a while, you know, it was a good time. We yeah. tried, you know, we tried to do what we could to, to stay away, but also still go out and do stuff together. Sue, what's the longest that you've ever been without like human contact? God, um, four days. Okay. Let's say was it, were, it, were you sick? <laughs> um it's just sick in the head i was dealing with depression i think at the time and so i just stayed inside for four days and didn't you know didn't even like go to the store sometimes i feel like i just need to go to the store to be around people as much as i they bother the fuck out of me i feel like i just need to be around them sometimes but i think it's been like four four or five days where i just didn't leave the house didn't do anything so you know and you are not one of the people who would enjoy that right i mean like that's not your your goal is to just not be around people right you seem like the type that would want to be around people yeah uh again i don't really like people but i don't want to be in my house i'd like to get out and go do things with somebody so yeah 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 yeah. uh yeah for me even now like so i don't know if i've mentioned this necessarily on the podcast but i'm currently unemployed which means yeah not only is this like covid times and we're not really supposed to go anywhere but now i literally have like no other people to talk to (laughs) <laughs> so I've been doing a bunch of like projects around my house, you know, nice. uh-huh. I'm, I'm building like a cat uh, castle thing for the backyard. We're redoing a bunch of shit in the house too. And I've just been trying to like 
latch on to any of that stuff. But every once in a while, I will even be like, yeah, so I'm just going to run to the store real quick for no reason and just, you know, whatever. <laughs> sure. just to like yeah. see another human being for a minute. People are hard. We're hardwired that way. We have to mm-hmm. be around others. We have to be social. Absolutely. For sure. Um, all right. Let's get to another one more clip here before we hit the end of this segment. Uh, this was the iconic scene on the steps going up with the baseball bat here. Uh, I liked this scene a lot, honestly. Yeah, this very same. Much the, this is probably my favorite scene. Me too. The downward spiral. This is where she realizes she's got to get the fuck out of there. Bad things are about to happen and we get this. Don't hurt me. I'm not going to hurt you. Stay away from me. Wendy. Stay away. Darling, light of my life. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. I'm going to bash him right the fuck in. Bash him right the fuck in. Again, these are things I thought at work. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is going to bring us to the end of this segment. When we come back after the break, we're going to hit the Facebook question of the day. But before we get there, I do want to pose it to you guys just to make sure you have some time to think about it. I don't know if you saw it online or not, uh, but I had said, have you ever been trapped anywhere? And I gave a few examples of people like, no, I don't mean trapped in like a hellhole with Jack Nicholson trying to stab you to death or whatever. I mean, like anything, like you ever been trapped in a, an elevator that didn't move or, uh, you know, you got trapped in the closet by your sister. This is going to be a good one or whatever. So I want to see if you guys have any examples of that. And we will be right back after these messages. Hey everybody. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode podcast with podcaster and comedian, Mr. Stu McAllister. Uh, you guys. You can see me now. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, It is that. so exciting. Uh, I look yeah. like a Scottish Darth Lord Sith. <laughs> I know. Like 100%. <laughs> is Lexola, can Lexola confirm? Is she still in tw- on Twitch? <laughs> yeah, she has a big story for being left behind here at a, at a thing. So we'll talk about that here in just a second. Um, I do want to make sure that we point everybody toward that ad you just heard was, in fact, Mr. Stu McAllister uh, for his podcast, The Elemental Podcast. Uh, make sure you go listen. Just sign up for his Patreon. He needs new people. He's got he's back up to six, but any time someone could fall off. So he needs to make sure he's got. I've, I've been lying, Matt. I, 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 I know I say six. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't want to brag, but Hundreds? I have three. Oh, three. Okay. All right. Well, you got some ground to make up. <laughs> yep. Lexola can confirm that you do, in fact, look like a Scottish Lord Sith or whatever the hell you said. I don't know. <laughs> it's a Star Wars reference, Matt. I know you wouldn't get it. I don't know much about what you said, but there's there you go. All right. So welcome. Uh, you just heard uh, Stu's ad. Go follow his podcast and listen there as well. Uh, but that means it is time for us to do the Facebook question. There's the axe. Look out, everybody. <laughs> I love that you brought props to our podcast. That's why I was mad. You couldn't see me. I had the axe already. I was going to murder my dog, but whatever. He was hugging it it the whole time. All right. Uh, Hugging the ween. (laughs) Hugging the ween. That's right. Uh, Facebook question of the day was, have you ever been trapped somewhere? 
uh, of course, inspired by the movie uh, The Shining. Uh, I gave a few examples, like had you ever been trapped in an elevator or, you know, locked in a closet by your dumb sister or whatever, you know, stuff like that. And we did get a lot of responses for this one. So let's take a look at those and see what we've got. And then we'll get your guys' responses if you have any. Sounds good. Uh, just because we were talking about her just a second ago from Twitch, we have like Zola said, when I was a little, uh, when I was little, thought uh, I got left behind by my mom in the kid's store as the main doors were locked. I was screaming and crying and my mom was just so, so calmly said, Alexa, I'm right here. Uh, and I guess that's when it was obvious I was going to be a total drama queen. So <laughs> I guess she just found some locked doors and thought it was all over for her. <laughs> Uh, now you look even more scottish with the weapon she said okay Uh, back to facebook here we go we did have a few responders from the facebook page and let's see what we've got here uh my brother and oh this is from patricia foster i don't know if we're supposed to say your name but i did so yeah i know i know pat uh, patricia pat uh my brother and i got stuck in the top car of a ferris wheel at the county fair when we were kids We thought it was cool to be up high and able to see the small planes taking off in the nearby airport and such. My parents were on the ground having a first-class freakout. Yeah, I would absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. No pain for that. No no question. Uh, Stu, you've got one, but we'll get that in a second. Uh, Will Green, a previous guest on the podcast, said, I grew up on a farm, and when I was about four, I stuck my head in the bars of the gate pretending to be a calf. Uh, My big ears prevented me from removing it, so I was stuck there. (laughs) While they called the maintenance guy to bring a metal saw to cut me out. So that's, oh God, that's rough, a nightmare. Rough go. Yeah. At four years old, uh, Brandon, uh, previous guest of the show and also contributed contributor of uh, podcast theme songs. Uh, Brandon Alberta said, uh, I was stuck in an elevator in New York city in 2003 for over two hours. All the city was wow. out of power. So after we got out, we walked around times square because who can say they've been in times square when it was pitch black. Not many. That's crazy fun. Yeah. It reminds me of Ghostbusters when uh, Lewis gets stuck in the elevator and he's like, and I had to make for, you know, the whole time in yeah. the Ghostbusters too. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I think your dog's <laughs> peeing behind you. Yeah. Oh, probably. He's probably pissing right on my head. Uh, he's not even supposed to be down here. Listener Stacy said I was stuck in the pit in middle school for fighting. It was just a dark room with a desk in it and no lights. I did not know that was a thing. Uh I don't remember a pit. Yeah, I don't know. I watched Tommy Boy in my head because I refused to think about what I had done. I assume it's one of those places that's like, you go in this dark room and sit here and you think about what you've done. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> when people, when I tell people I was stuck in the pit, I describe it more like the Chokey from Matilda. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. We have to do Matilda. Oh, nice. That sounds sexual. Yeah, right. Yeah, the chokey. I don't want to be stuck in the chokey. I don't think. Uh, I was also stuck uh, in the house with COVID for 10 days. Uh, yeah. And I listened to my favorite episodes of this podcast. Aww. Keep me saying nice. Very good. Very good. And uh, Anna says answered, but I don't know where she answered it at. She, she did it on yours. Okay. Let me find Cause it. Cause I, I saw it. Um, Jesus. Keep talking. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, there it is. I got it. You want me to read it? Yes, please. That would be great. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was once trapped in the John Hancock building's elevator many years ago, went up and down those 96 floors several times without the doors opening. It started to get a bit panicky for those us in there. Thankfully, it reopened after about five trips, so not too much time to pass outside of the worry. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, my God. Is that the the building from um, 
No, uh, sorry. Elf is the Empire State Building. I was just imagining like hitting all the buttons. <laughs> it's like a Christmas yeah. tree. <laughs> right. Um, and then did you guys have anything you'd ever been trapped in? I do. Yeah. I have two. Okay. Go, go ahead, ahead, Stu. You go first. Hey, okay. I uh, When I was a kid, my parents, uh, we gr- I grew up in Buffalo and we went up to Toronto for a vacation <sighs> and we were staying in a hotel and uh, for some reason, I left the hotel room and I went into the stairwell and uh, I couldn't get the door to open back up again. And so I'm in this huge uh, hotel stairwell just banging on the door because I'm, I'm a fucking huge pussy and I had no idea what to do. <laughs> and then, thankfully, somehow my parents heard me banging on the door. I don't know how they heard it, but yeah, I was losing my shit. I don't know. I was maybe, I don't know, eight, nine, something like that. Yeah, you probably awful. you were probably using The Shining. You didn't know it. You were just. <laughs> that's right. You were telling, like, "Get me the fuck out of here, ma!" <laughs> Did you just look really cold? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> All right, man. Um, okay, so I have two. Um, one, I was like three years old, and we used to have a chicken coop. This was we're really. This was back when my parents were still together, and we had a rooster, and he was a fucker, and um, he. Like I went in to go, I went down to go get eggs and I'm talking like, I was like three or like maybe four, but probably not. Um, and so I just went down to collect eggs and we, I, and then the rooster came in and I couldn't get to the door and he was like pecking at my feet. And like, he like walked me up like the, the chicken walk, like, and I'm like basically like standing next to like all these nests while this, and I just screamed until like I was hoarse. And finally I remember my dad coming down and he was, you know, saved me um so there was that and then one time i was in minnesota at a family our our family used to own a resort like distant family and they had they had outhouses and um so i lifted like in the there was like this piece of wood that came down that locked the outhouse so and it was just out of nail so i just moved the piece of wood up and then I went in the outhouse and when I shut the door, the piece of wood fell down yeah. and locked me. And I didn't realize obviously until I'd done my business. And then, so then I'm stuck in this outhouse and it stunk so bad and there were bugs. And I was so scared of like spiders and stuff. And they were just everywhere. And it was funny because the one thing that I thought of, because my grandma had an outhouse as a kid, she would talk about how like the ice would like creep up the side. So you'd have to bring a stick and like knock it down. So like, I just imagine like the poop, <laughs> was like crawling up the sides of the toilet or like the sides of the outhouse, like coming to get me. I don't know how long I was in there. I, I mean, it had to at least be like five minutes, which that's a really long time to be trapped in an outhouse as a little kid, but it oh, could have been as long as like, it could have been as long as like a half an hour. I don't even know. It yeah, was just too long to be trapped terrible. in an outhouse for sure. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Uh, you know, I had one and I can't remember what it was, so it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't anything spectacular, but no, nothing that I could remember. It was, uh yeah i don't know i couldn't even imagine what it was at the point but when i wrote that question down i was like oh, i'll just say this one it's not great but at least it's something and now i got nothing but anyhow it was nice to hear from you guys so if you listeners out there if you want to be a part of these questions we do ask a question every episode uh so make sure you like the facebook page and you can participate we'll talk about your answers on the air thank you for everyone who participated especially if you're listening to this tomorrow when the episode drops so Thanks for that. All right. And then on we go to the games portion of the show. Uh, We just heard from this guy in the ads. We heard from him just a second ago when he got trapped in the uh, hallway. (laughs) And here he is again. The theme song provided by Mr. Stu McAllister. Box office theme song. (laughs) There it is. Short and sweet. So dumb. So dumb. (laughs) 
I need to make a new one for you. Fits so well with the podcast. I like it. Here we go. Yeah. So before I, t- I ask you this question, I just want to let you guys know that there was a huge fire that destroyed two sound stages and it cost each one cost $2.5 million to rebuild. And they never figured out what started the fire. So wow. Wow. it was probably Shelly Duvall just being like, Fuck probably, me. dude. It was her fucking, to ask. She never asked exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she she pegged Bundy'd it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right. Stu, how much do you how, what do you think the budget was for this movie back in 1980? Well, I'm, gl- I, I'm glad you gave me that information because I was gonna say like six million, but okay. uh and then when you were talking about Kubrick having to do all these retakes, like it just seemed like it took way too long. So I'm probably going to go 13 million okay. in okay. 1980. Yeah. Um, Matt, what do you think? It can't be much more than that. I wouldn't imagine. So I'm going to say like 18 million. $19 million. Hey, look at you, Matt. Pretty, pretty close. That is a huge budget for a, for a movie like this, where there's not like any, it's not like it's fucking Star Wars. It's not like CGI. Right. An eighties horror right. movie? Yeah. Like fucking what do you gotta do to make to waste eighteen million dollars on this bullshit? Anyhow. All right. Stu, what do you think yeah. this movie has made roughly up until today worldwide gross? Hopefully it's fourteen. It came out in eighty, so it's been around a long time. I'm gonna say ninety-two million. Ooh. Okay. I can't give it that much. I don't want it to have made over. I'll say fifty-five Sick. million. It's only made forty-seven million. Hey, all right, good. wow. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie right in its dumb face. <laughs> I've yep. learned from doing. I've learned from doing this that like really they don't make much after like the initial yeah. release in the box office. Basically, sure. like the first in the movies, it doesn't make all that much they, afterwards. They make, so uh, they did recently make the sequel. Uh, and it was called mm-hmm. something, something window, wasn't it? Or something. They also had a mini series that was actually, that was actually filmed in the Stanley hotel. So they had that going for him. Stacy already oh. mentioned what the name of it was earlier. Oh, uh, Dr. Sleep. The right. Sequel. Yeah. I don't know. That I looked that awful. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, 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 it was there, no green wasn't, room. Wasn't there? Yeah, it was no green room. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there? There's no neo Nazis and skinheads. Sure. Wasn't there some connection with this movie in it too? Or am I incorrect on that? I couldn't tell you for sure. I have no no okay. idea. Which well, that was the I other mean, movie we almost did. Yeah, right. but that was three should've. hours. I was gonna say we didn't do that movie because it was three hours, but we did this one instead, which was two and a half. And I'm like, why did with, we do? So it, it felt like three. Yeah. It felt like three. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's continue on with our next game. Nice job on those. Very good. Very good. And you nailed it. You had a nice job. This one is going to be super short. (laughs) Let's do this one. Let's play guess the age. Boom. All right. It's time for guess the age. Mandy, take it away. All right. We'll start at the, uh, Stu, how old do you think Scatman Crothers was? Oh, Scatman. Uh, I'll say he was 60. Okay. Matt? 65. He was 70. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean, black don't crack. I, t- I say it black all the time. He was good looking 70. Yeah. yeah I'm telling it. you, African-American people age so much better than us. I mean, super jealous. Super <laughs> Tell jelly. me about it. Um, and, I, and too, if you have the chance, look up some of his stuff because it's, it's interesting. It's very, it's eye-opening to 
So a lot of things. Nice. Um, next, how old do you think Danny Lloyd, who played Danny, was? Uh, he was eight. Okay, Matt. Hmm. It's the melanin baby. <laughs> <laughs> let's say he was. I don't know. Yeah, like he had to be around. Uh, let's say ten. He was ten. No, he was eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I totally would have thought he was younger than that, but that was. Oh. But then I looked at it. He has, both of his two front teeth have come in, and my daughter's only six, and she has like one giant. It's like she has like John, like um, uh, Tom Cruise. You know how it's like in the middle, but it's just one tooth. Yeah, it's just like one. It's like a giant in her head. Her head is so small, and her one tooth is so huge. I'm anyway, you didn't talk about Shelley Duvall's uh, teeth in this nonsense. Since you're, I mean, such a, such a stickler for Andy McDowell. This is like the opposite uh, of a McDowell. Yeah, no, she's like just totally. Her teeth are completely horrific. But with what she went through, yeah, you know, you I really don't. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I can't. Um, oh, speaking of. Yeah, Sue, yeah. how old do you think Shelley Duvall was? She was 32. <laughs> All <laughs> right, very, Matt. Very definitive answer. I like it. Uh, I'll say she was 35. She was 31. Hey, there oh, you go. Closer. Close. Yeah. Closer, Stu, yeah. I, uh, um, I'm looking at a picture of her now. Jesus fucking Christ. She looks <laughs> yeah. like the chick was in the bathtub. Yeah, like right. the yeah. Old lady it's yeah. really sad. And it, but like, if you go back and look at like her in the 70s, Oh, she yeah. can photograph really well when her mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. She was worse very Steve, beautiful. Worse than Steve Buscemi is what she I, I truly believe that Stanley Kubrick like fucked her couch and made her crazy. Yeah, totally ruined. <laughs> Fuck your <life>. couch. <laughs> Fuck your couch. Um, all right. Last one. Um, Sue, how old do you think Jack Nicholson yeah. was? Uh, Jack was 38. Okay, Matt. I will still say 35. He was 43. Ooh, wow. Right. Old yeah. And this was back when he was with Angelica Houston. And she said that he would come home from shoots and go straight to bed because he was just completely exhausted. Huh. So, um, and also Danny Lloyd grew up to be a professor of biology at a community college in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Oh, look at that. that he is- never acted again. He tried until he was 14 and then he was like, I'm done. Huh. I'm done with this shit. All right, so that is Guess Your Age. The next game we're going to play, we'll keep on trucking along here. We have... Ooh, that sound. Did you hear that sound? Ooh, that sound. The sound that just played you. All right, it is time for us to play What's That Sound? And on this one, we do only have two options. There was a lot going on in this movie. <laughs> uh, I'm, one of them, I'm pretty confident you'll get. The other one, it's a toss-up. Not real sure. <laughs> real quick before you do that, sorry. I, when we did um, Box Office, I wanted to say both Popeye and this movie were released in 1980. Oh, um, so shall I do? Yeah, right? um so popeye was number 11 that year and this was number 14 so popeye did better and i'm sure it was way more fun to shoot (laughs) that movie got panned nobody liked that fucking movie (laughs) i loved popeye really oh my gosh i loved it we've we probably watch it at least once a year i don't think i've seen it since 1980 oh with um robin williams oh it's so good yeah 
right, I'll have to rewatch right. it. There you go. All right, all right. Let's do this. We're gonna play a what well, this game is is I play a sound from the movie, and you need to tell me what's happening on screen during the sound. First at bat's gonna go to Stu. If you can't get it, it's gonna go to Mandy. And if you Bye-bye. don't get it, it goes to Shelly Duvall, and she can have 127 swings at it. Uh, <laughs> here we go. And that is not me. Thought you farting. I did not. I did not stop and start that. That is exactly how it sounds from the film. Is that is that Jack Nicholson? He's like dragging the chair. Nope, not a drag. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh. What do we got for? Uh, I mean, the movie was a drag, but yes, that's true. That was. <laughs> Mandy, you want to take this one? Yeah, it's when Danny's riding the three the little bicycle thing over the carpet. Do you remember, like more specifically? Do you remember where at? Um, he was in the. It, he it's he was downstairs, I think, mm-hmm. originally. Yeah, where his dad works. There are several scenes of him, but for whatever reason, the reason I picked this one, there are several scenes of him just driving that tricycle around the hotel, right? But for whatever reason, the the volume on this scene was mm-hmm. just so fucking loud. I was like, I this has got to be a sound I pull. This is it. There's uh, a spot in the hotel where they have several like carpet runners at the, each of the tables. I think it's in the main lobby, maybe, or right off from the main lobby. And so there's a bunch of spots where it's like a carpet runner, then nothing, and then a carpet runner, and then nothing. So as he's driving across them, it just kept cutting in and out with that sound, and it's right. unbearable. But yeah, we get. I specifically saw that scene and thought Matt no needs to use that carpet. scene. No carpet, carpet, yeah. But anyhow, nice job. We got it. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. This one I don't know. Well, this one's gonna be hard to pinpoint what's actually happening. And here we go. That final sound is my favorite. Right. <clears throat> is that that's when Jack Nicholson is in the kitchen and he's pissed off and he's just throwing shit all over the kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah. He takes that big arm yeah. scoop of all those mugs and just goes right. And, yeah. Whoosh. I just as I'm watching this after doing research because I watched it twice. Mm-hmm. All I could think of was all the people that are like, "Fuck! How many times are we gonna have to do this scene? Because we have to clean it and stack all this shit." Set it up. Reset those fucking mugs. No wonder that scene probably took a year to cut too. <laughs> Like, which way were the handles facing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Awful. Right, so there were just two of those, so nice job. We got them both. We'll take All right. Them. All right. Next game is going to be... Oh, we got a theme song for this one provided by listener Stacy, who's also checking us out on the Twitch channel. And I do want to remind everybody who's listening in, if you do want to watch this happen live, you can see all of our, uh, you know, all the behind-the-scenes shit that goes down, uh, like our technical <laughs> difficulties we had before we started. <laughs> on twitch at my twitch yeah. channel which is madopoly 83 so go to twitch uh twitch.com slash no twitch.tv that's what it is twitch.tv slash madopoly 83 okay here we go theme song first matt plays a backwards clip then he plays some forward clips then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same backwards forwards backwards forwards let's play let's play backwards forwards. awesome all right voice it is time for us to play backwards forwards this is where I take a four-word phrase from this movie and I play it backwards. Then I give you four examples of what it could be, and you tell me what it is. All right. Very good. Very good. And, oh, we did have, uh, Stacy did get the correct answer in the chat as well for the for that tricycle 
game. Uh, all right, here we go. Stacy, you are so awesome. We love you. Uh, first one. Oh, this is it. This is just, just the one. Here we go. I'm going to play the backwards part a bunch of times in a row. So listen for that, and then we'll move on. Ready? Oh, hold on. Let me get some volume on this. Oh, my God. Could it be any fucking shorter? You got it. Okay, so that was it a bunch of times in reverse. I'll play it one more time and then the four options. Ready? Here we go. A complete mental breakdown. Predecessor in his job. But at some point, shotgun in his mouth. All right, Stu, what do you think it was? Number number four. Number four? Okay, Mandy, what do you think? Shotgun yeah, in his mouth. I think it was number... <laughs> I think it was number four also. Yeah, it was. It was shotgun. In his Yay! Mouth. I just wanted to have an excuse to play the shotgun in his mouth part. That was hard as balls. You should not. I don't want him to be that hard again. <laughs> Worst game ever on a podcast. Oh, no, it's so great. I love it. It's so awesome. I love it so much. Favorite dumb thing I've ever created. All right. Uh, I mean, there's some other clips in here. We've got, uh, oh, here's Scatman talking about meat. I just wanted to play this for no reason. Now, this is where we keep all of our meat. You got 15 rib roasts, 30 10-pound bags of hamburger. We got 12 turkeys, about 40 chickens, 50 sirloin steaks, two dozen of pork roasts, and 20 legs of lamb. You like lamb, Doc? No. Yeah, you don't? <laughs> well, what's your favorite food, then? French fries and ketchup. <laughs> They had so much fucking ketchup, dude. I would be, I would be like, leave all your clothes. We are packing up so much fucking meat when we leave here. We're putting it all in our suitcases. Like, who needs twenty fucking lamb chops or whatever the fuck that was? Like, they overpacked for sure. Um, well, by the way, once you unthaw one thing, it's what you have to eat for the entire three months or four yeah, months or whatever you have right. to be here. Right. I got well, unless you open up a can of uh, fucking mixed vegetable or mixed uh, fruit, and then you just fruit? that's all you eat. You know? oh. Just uh, I, I thought, also thought it was very distracting, but also interesting when uh, they were in the scenes with like the pantry and all of the cans that were turned toward the camera for like, this is Heinz ketchup and this is a, a Kellogg's breakfast cereal. And like, it was very much like a, uh, you know, paid, sponsor, paid sponsorship for sure. I liked it. All right. Uh, so that is the end of the That'd be a good place to be in like a zombie apocalypse. Right. Yeah, right. Like, I, I often have the like when we were when I was watching The Walking Dead, I would think these things like, "Oh, this would be a good place." Yeah, we would do that too. We would drive around and be like, "Oh, if we're doing it. This, we're gonna go here. Like, this is the spot." <laughs> <we're gonna go." laughs> um, this is where we go. <laughs> all right, so that brings us to the end of the games portion, guys. Congratulations, we did we did well. I would say you guys we did it. Mm -hmm. the game. Yeah, it was super fun. And uh, that brings us to kind of the round out the end of this nonsense. Uh, what, Stu, what did we talk, or what did we not mention about this movie that you wished we had talked about? Uh, I guess the end, right? When With Jack is just the frozen popsicle there at yeah. the end. Was there any like uh, weird trivia about that at all, Mandy? Like, it just seemed out of place, sort yeah. of, right? Like, yeah, almost. Like, wrap this it up. was How humor. Do end? How do we end this? Yeah. Yeah. It was frozen. weird. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was well deserved, but I I actually like props to Danny for like covering his tracks and stuff. That was very smart. Yeah, I don't know right. if most I mean, especially when you're in like a situation of terror, you know. Yeah. Like but, tracking over your own footsteps and then covering your yeah, I don't think that would Yeah. Happen. 
But it's funny because when we, we were watching it, Mark's like, why didn't he just stay in that little tiny cupboard? Because he never would have found him. <laughs> right. Right. Well, is that how it ended in the book? Did he die? Jack died in the maze? Or is it too long ago? You can't remember. I, I don't remember. I, I mean, that was like 20, at least 27 years ago. This is one of the things where I want to read the book, but I'm not going to. It's it's really good. I I do recommend it. It, it, And the thing is too, is like, it was when I was first learning how to read and retain things. So like I ended up having to read it. Well, it's funny because we used to have to do writing. Shining is the book that you used to help retain words. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just in general, it's funny because I read it, like we had to, to read for like 20 minutes or whatever, and then do like a writing journal. And I had the same book through the entire school year. And I'm pretty sure my teacher was probably like, are you sure? Like she should be reading this. Right. Right, Yeah. What grade were you in? Fourth. Uh, I was in seventh grade. So yeah. 13. Yeah. No, I, I, no, I started when I was four. So four plus seven. Yeah. I mean, 11, 12, maybe. All right, uh, we do, I have your answer, guys. Uh, listener Stacy says, in the book, Jack didn't freeze to death. He actually died in the boiler room. The boiler exploded, and Wendy, Danny, and Dick narrowly escaped with their lives. So, Stacy remembers too much about this book. Right, yeah. This, I love it. This is a big deal for her. She was very excited to watch this. Normally, Yay. she's just a straight-up listener to the, to the podcast, but because yeah. she heard that we were doing this, she came in specifically for this episode. Well, um, and then also, and and because we watched or because we did arachnophobia, she watched arachnophobia before we movie, did it, which yeah. is so amazing. Uh, that's good. Fair, that's also, good. Lexola, being Scottish herself, said, "I literally just occurred to me that Stu's surname is McAllister, so I'm sure there's some either Scottish or Irish DNA in there somewhere. Do you know what you are? Oh yeah, I have I have a tartan. There is a family tartan. Okay, that's the are you class. are you the family tartan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Sorry. family. It kind of is like tartan, but yeah, a little bit. Close, a little bit. <laughs> I didn't want to do it again. Have you guys read any other Stephen King books? Uh, yeah, I, he, I'm not a fan. I have tried okay. to read it probably uh-huh. 12 times in my life. Not for and, you. And it, I, no, I read the only, the only Stephen King I read was Green Mile, and it was good. Oh, I, I would get about halfway into it, and then something weird in my life would happen. Like we'd either we'd move or something, you know, whatever, and I just have to put it down for a while. And then I would go to go back and I'm like, I'm just going to pick right up where I left off and then just forgot everything that I had read about. Like <laughs> it was just lost. I was like, wait, what is right. happening? Who are these people? So I'd go back and start it again. And I've literally started that book probably, I don't know, six or seven times. It's ridiculous. Wow. I've read quite a few of his novellas, especially when they were like two or three in one book, like the secret oh. window. And there were, you know, two or three other ones. I did read misery dark tower. Yeah, like night- I read the dark. T- I read the dark tower and it was horrible like the gunslinger is that what you're talking really? about the, it was bad? yeah I, no oh. well it wasn't bad it got bad and then i was like oh my oh. god i fucking read like four thousand pages worth of book to have it be this horrible uh, so yeah it was very weird i tried to read uh gerald's game once i think i tried to read uh i might have tried to read misery at one point or another but i never got through any of them i uh news to everyone not a big reader uh just mostly watch movies what? so if they make what? A, if they make a movie out of it, I'll watch that for sure. If there was anything, <laughs> there was anything I wasn't supposed to read, I would read it. So there, that was a lot of Daniel Steele, a lot of Stephen King, like all that kind of stuff, you know. So 
do you guys enjoy like I know uh Mandy you said that uh Kubrick was a fucking asshole and all but it, did you guys have you guys enjoyed any of his movies because I was like going all right this movie's shit I don't care for it so I like liked- movies of his did I like I liked Clockwork Orange, but that was another phase of my life too. If I watched it now, I probably would think it sucked. Yeah, I think um, right. and that's, I'm thinking if I watch it again now, I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck Christ. So. Yeah, I liked it at one time, but yeah, I don't know if I could handle it as well now. No, but. he did. Uh, there was one like I think it was one of the last movies that he did, and I I didn't think it was. Oh, um, oh, uh, what's eyes wide with, shut? Yes, thank you. I was yeah, I didn't think that one was that horrible. Um, that was probably yeah. Right. Full Metal Jacket. Oh yes, I love Full Metal Jacket. Uh, thank you. That yeah. was the one I was thinking of. Right. I I can actually. Glove. I no, I haven't seen that one. But Full Metal Jacket, I can quote almost like word for word every single thing that the um, drill sergeant says. Like I know I watched the shit out of that movie when I was a kid. Oh, nice. Oh. All right, folks. This pretty much brings us to the end of what's uh, of the podcast here. Uh, we always ask everybody, Stu, uh, would you watch this movie again? Fuck no. <laughs> I like it. Definitive. We're done. We don't need it. <laughs> Mandy, how about you? Will you watch this movie again? Yes. All right. That? Uh, no, 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 thanks. <laughs> That's a hard no for me. Pass. This was a movie I should have put down and tried to watch seven times. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I do think that if you had seen it like before, well, I don't know. I guess Stu saw it before. Yeah, I don't know. And, but I, mean, oh, I but saw there, it in 1987. I, uh, right, right. And I it, think, it was, you have to admit, it's thrilling. Like, there are parts of it that are very intense and thrilling. It is more interesting than I thought it was. When I I had a, a vision of what I thought this movie was in my brain, and it was more interesting than that, but it took me getting over those huge wide pan shots or, like, the, the establishing landscape shots. The whole, basically, the intro of the movie when they're just driving down, like, the mountain pass is the parts of the movie that I hate. And there are a lot of that in the movie. Yeah. It's very stylistic and artsy in that way. Yes. Uh, and I, yes. I get it. You're trying to be Stanley Kubrick. You've got a style that you want to remain true to, but none of students that, of film like yeah, this shit. Sure they do. And none of that yeah. services the story. I don't think any of that helps push the story in any way. I'm not a huge fan of the like, the building was a character like that sort of stuff. I don't, I don't like that in a movie, um, but I get it. There are a few occasions where that's appropriate and it makes sense, but in this one, I was not a huge fan. So I will not. Well, Kubrick is hopefully getting pineapples shoved up his ass in hell. So. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Was he a cocksucker like for other things, like in his personal life? Like I know he was married three times, so I didn't know if he was a bitch. Just the way his daughter directed. I think he was an asshole to like every, every set he was on. He was a, yeah not good yeah he did lolita too that always makes me yes. think like when you're doing yeah. things like lolita all right you're like woody allen or some shit right like you're roman polanski you're doing some things you shouldn't be doing for sure right for sure. am i wrong I, I no and I and also to the blatant racism in this movie yes yep. was difficult was that in the book or no no, I don't think so. No, okay. no, because I don't, I don't believe that in the book and maybe Stacy can remind me, but I don't believe that he was African-American at all. I think he was okay. just, yeah. Cause I thought it was weird so, too. They're in the bathroom and he's like, 
an n-word is coming to get you and he's mm-hmm. like an n-word and yeah, it's just like where is this coming from yeah. like why is this, is this to make him look more evil or bad like he's using racist he was, language i think maybe it was supposed to place him in the 20s maybe more oh. so like because we were supposed to believe that that guy was from back when the hotel was in like its heyday maybe yeah, maybe uh, they wouldn't have allowed African American people to visit probably at that time. So maybe sure. it was just to put us back, put us back into that time period. But I just didn't. Yeah, that makes I sense. Need it. I didn't need it. I'll tell I you did. That. I did, and I'm sorry if we're running out of time. But I did enjoy the background of the party. I enjoyed the flappers and the dresses yeah. and all that. I love how he called like advocate instead of, I don't know if it was supposed to be apricot or avocado. Like, I don't know what he was supposed <laughs> to have actually. Type of and then I love, I love how Jack Nicholson has it all over his hand and he just slaps him on the back. And then the guy walks away and he's got like this handprint of shit on his back. Yeah. Like, anyway. all right. Uh, now it's time for plugs guys. Uh, Stu, do you have anything you want to plug? It's just the elemental podcast. I mean, you, I appreciate you guys uh, pimping it uh, every week. And it's just, <laughs> me swearing that's oh, yeah. what it is that's all it uh, is also go to sue's mercari uh shop <laughs> you can buy all of his jerseys from it <laughs> yes if you would like to buy some weird random sports jersey uh i'm, I'm gonna start selling a lot more nice very good very good all right so go check that out mandy do you have anything you want to point people toward in the real world nope all right perfect it's way easy uh for us go like us on facebook go find us on instagram I already posted today's poster on Instagram. It's a word. I liked word. it. It's very good. Oh, nice. speaking of, before I say nope, um, we're starting Thanksgiving, oh, so yeah. be Ooh. ready for that. Next week we begin our annual November long Thanksgiving episodes. That means every episode. Mermaids. It, we're getting to them. Uh, we no, yeah, probably. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, Splash, not mermaids. Um, yeah, so we'll get to. Oh yes, yeah, Splash. If there are some old ass Tom Hanks movies that you never knew existed, we'll probably cover them eventually on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, make sure nice. you stick around and watch those. And I always play a clip at the end of this nonsense because otherwise I would just keep rambling and we don't need that. And today, the clip sounds like... Well, hold on, let me make sure I got the volume up. Like this. Is Tony one of your animals? No, he's a little boy that lives in my mouth. Tony says imaginary friend. Oh. That's it. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, oh. That was the doctor that Mark wanted to... thought was sexier than Shelley Duvall. Yeah, he wouldn't throw her out of bed. <laughs> compared to, compared to Shelly Duvall. Yeah. All right. Nice. Guys, we did it. Thank you so much. We did it. You can listen bye. to more episodes of another episode podcast and Elemental podcast. We love you. Okay. Hey. Bye. Thanks for having me on. Yes. All right. We did it. <laughs>